Beethoven Orchestraville. Orchestraville? Where's that? You change, you change four score and seven to, to 87? A landing was made this morning on the coast of France by troops of the Allied Expeditionary Force. I don't blame them for dyeing your hair, I said, but they waited too long to embalm it. Time now for spinning my dad's vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Baccarello. Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning into episode 86 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. My dad's taste in music seemed to refine over the years. Many were the days late in his life when I would catch him listening to opera when he wasn't listening to old country or one of the members of the Rat Pack. But it wasn't just any old opera. So, get ready for one of the most popular contemporary vocal performers in the world with Volume 86, Pavarotti's Greatest, Part 1. Oh, 
Torundat Nesum Dorma, written by Giacomo Pacini, conducted by Zubin Mehta, who was conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Luciano Pavarotti is best known worldwide, both amongst opera aficionados and the general public, with whom he achieved his international celebrity, when in 1990 his rendition of Giacomo Puccini's aria Nessun Dorma from the opera Torondat became the theme song of the WBBC television coverage of the 1990 FIFA World Cup in Italy. The aria achieved pop status and has, to date, remained his trademark song. Okay, why this album for this episode? This is one of those records that just goes to show you how eclectic my dad's record collection was and just how much he enjoyed good music no matter the genre. Well, he did have some issues with some of the rock bands I listened to in the late 70s and early 80s while I was around the house, but for the most part, his takeaway has always been my takeaway on music as well. Doesn't matter the genre. If it's good, I'll listen to it. And he didn't just listen to opera on the radio or whatever stereo he had going, but he actively sought out live performances. He and my mom saw Pavarotti when he performed as one of the three tenors, the other two being Placido Domingo and Jose Carreras. And now, whenever I hear the name of this next opera, (laughs) I always remember Frank Oz in a scene of Trading Places. It's an opera. Sogni e 
Laboelm. Jagelida Manina, composed by Giacomo Puccini. Conducted by Herbert von Karajan, who was conducting the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Luciano Pavarotti, Pavarotti's Greatest Hits. It's on the London Records label, number PAV2003-4. It's a double vinyl LP compilation stereo gatefold format. It was released in 1980. Its genre is classical, and its style is opera. Now, we are listening to record one of the two records set, and we will hear six of the 13 songs on that record. Now, there are a ton of liner notes in the gatefold of this album, so I am just going to read a couple of the lines about each of the songs I will be playing in this episode. Luciano Pavarotti added the role of Caliph in Puccini's Terrandot to his repertory in the San Francisco Opera in 1977, having previously recorded the complete opera for London Records. He considers La Boheme his good luck opera, and it has served for his debut at many theaters, including the Metropolitan. In 1977, the tenor participated in a particularly important performance of this Puccini romance, the first Live from the Met telecast, a series on PBS that has developed a new audience for opera, in the United States. Each year, Pavarotti travels across the United States to give song programs in many cities that would not otherwise have the opportunity to hear him. In 1978, the entire country witnessed one of the tenor's annual New York concerts, telecast live from Lincoln Center, which included La Danza. In the fall of 1979, the release of a collection of favorite Neapolitan songs by Pavarotti put another of the tenor's LPs on the Billboard charts, and the recording immediately became the best-selling classical disc in the United States. The B-side of this LP begins with one of the world's best-loved melodies, Torna a Sorrento, or Return to Sorrento, by Ernesto de Curtis. One plum role in the tenor canon that Luciano Pavarotti has yet to sing is Don Jose in Carmen. If this moving account of the celebrated flower song is any indication of how he would be at this part, then audiences have something truly special to anticipate. Manrico in Verdi's Il Travatore, a pinnacle role for tenors, was first sung by Pavarotti at the San Francisco Opera to open the company's 1975 season. The following September, he launched the Metropolitan's Opera 1976-1977 season in this heroic part, one of which he seemed predestined by voice and temperament. Now, these liner notes were written by Gerald Fitzgerald, associate editor of Opera News. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. Came in the highest price, $21.24, lowest at $1.98. That's a pretty big disparity, even on Discogs. The average was $7.93 with the median at $6.06. It was last sold August 3rd, 2022, just a few days before I wrote this script. And I did notice that more than 1,300 collectors on that website have this record in their collection. 
Now, eBay has a couple copies in the $4 to $6 range, and Amazon had a copy for $13. Now, my dad's copy is pretty clean. In fact, so clean, some of the long pauses in the performance caused the digitizing software to detect a new track. I think that's because he still had each record in the original paper sleeves. So that always keeps records in much better better condition. So I'll call the vinyl good. The cover, I'll call fair. There's no address label, but one of the corners is kind of pushed in a little, and there's a posted stamp on the back. So I will value my dad's album at two bucks. Next up, why do I want to say Tony with this next title? Danza, composed by Giacchino Rosini. 
conducted by Richard Boning. He was conducting the Orchestra del Teatro Communal di Bologna. Okay, let's learn a little about this great voice. Luciano Pavarotti Cavaliere was born October 12, 1935, on the outskirts of Modena in northern Italy. He was an Italian operatic tenor who, during the late part of his career, crossed over into popular music, eventually becoming one of the most acclaimed and loved tenors of all time. He made numerous recordings of complete operas and individual arias, gaining worldwide fame for his tone and achieving the honorific title King of the High Seas. As one of the three tenors who performed their first concert during the 1990 FIFA World Cup before a global audience, Pavarotti became well-known for his televised concerts and media appearances. From the beginning of his professional career as a tenor in 1961 in Italy to his final performance of Nessun Dorma at the 2006 Winter Olympics in Turin, Pavarotti was at his best in bel canto operas, pre-Ada Verdi roles, and Puccini works such as La Boheme, Tosca, Torandot, and Madame Butterfly. He sold over 100 million records, and the first three tenors recording became the best-selling classical album of all time. Pavarotti was also noted for his charity work on behalf of refugees and the Red Cross, amongst others. On September 6, 2007, near the place of his birth, Pavarotti died of pancreatic cancer, the same insidious disease that took our mom. Yes, my mother appreciated opera just as much as my father, and I know she loved songs like this next one. Oh, 
Composed by Ernesto de Curtis, conductor Giancarlo Chiamello, who was conducting the National Philharmonic Orchestra. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with how much Pavarotti gave back to the future of the music that made him a star. And I found this information at LucianoPavarottiFoundation.com. The greatest professionalism and the experience gained over the course of Luciano Pavarotti's extensive career made him a valuable guide for the young talents embarking on a career in opera. On those occasions, the maestro from Modena was always more than willing to give guidance and advice, drawing on his own experience, since he believed the future of opera lied in the hands of the coming generations. It was not uncommon to find him helping up-and-coming talents and even performing with young singers. Since 1982, he organized an international competition for young performers. On the 25th anniversary of the tenor's career, the winners of the Italian version performed La Boheme in gala evenings in Modena and in Genoa. And then, during Pavarotti's historic visit, the winners performed in Peking. The maestro held courses for students of the Peking Conservatory and, at the end of the trip, he presented the first concert in China in front of tens of thousands of people. The concert was held in the People's Great Hall, and it was the first time that the venue had been used for a show. Lessons held by the Maestro Pavarotti at New York's Juilliard School were broadcast by the PBS Television Network. <laughs> now that was some early remote learning.
The Flower Song from Carmen, composed by Georges Bazet, conducted by Leon Maggiera, and he was conducting the Vienna Volksoper Orchestra. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Am I into opera? Not really, but I am into talent, and there's no denying the talent behind the voice we have been listening to on this episode. I remember how anxious my dad was each time the three tenors would release another set of tour dates, hoping they would get close enough until he and my mom finally got to see them in concert. And I know he was smiling for a while after that one. So I will be looking forward when I pull out the second record in the two-album set for a future episode of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl.
De Quella Pira from Il Travatore, composed by Giuseppe Verde. It was conducted by Nicola Resigno, and he was conducting the Vienna Opera Chorus and the Vienna Opera Orchestra. We also heard soprano vocals from Gildas Flossman. And there you have selections from record one of the best of a mighty operatic voice. So thanks for tuning in to Volume 86, Pavarotti's Greatest Part 1, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for a 78 RPM Sunday with Volume 87, Rumba Rhapsody. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 